Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Uh, well, I know I don't have my mic with me and I'm recording in the car. However, I'm stuck in traffic in good old Portland, Maine, which is like, you know, there, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing to be in traffic in a major city. It's another thing to be in traffic in Portland, Maine. It's special. But hey, it's a good test of patience. It's a good test of resolve when it comes to not wanting to say bad words and yell at people. So here we are. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you guys today. Um, I'll turn my blinker off because that's annoying. Everybody knows I'm merging at this point. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys today. When you, listen, when you really start to do the right things and you're public about it, you're going to get absolutely assaulted. You're going to get assaulted. Uh, hopefully not physically, although that wouldn't surprise me, but you're going to get assaulted. Um, people are going to attack you. Uh, these attacks will come from people from your past. They'll come from people that were close to you because they don't understand why you're different. They're offended. It's a challenge to them. It's offensive to them. Um, it's going to come from probably some family members. You're, you're going to get attacked on all sides is what I'm saying. Like It's interesting that I've been very vocal historically about my political views. And I've, I got some pushback here and there, um, which was normal and fine. But I've never been more personally attacked since I started talking about God more. So since I started including God in my podcast more heavily, since I started to really, you know, my life was pretty cleaned up for the most part for the better part of the past 16, 18 months. Uh, but once I really started to dial in, you know, I haven't been drinking at all. I've been watching my language as closely as I can. You know, this, the last couple episodes, I really haven't been swearing. I've been trying to monitor what I'm listening to. I don't even really like to listen to music anymore. I'm listening to sermons. I'm listening to gospel music. I'm listening to worship music. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm cleaning up and tightening up a lot of different areas of my life. I've severed a couple relationships that weren't really serving me much anymore and just cleaning up my life and I've been far more vocal um I've been far more vocal in my views in regards to my walk with God and I you know yesterday I posted a a status on Facebook about you know if you call yourself a Christian but you're still engaging in horoscopes and colorful rocks and gemstones and, you know, other things, tarot cards. I said, I've got some bad news for you. And, you know, there were some pretty unhappy people in that post, some people that disagreed respectfully, but I got one or two comments that assaulted my character personally. You know, one girl took it upon herself to, you know, basically say that uh, I'm a, uh, a drug-abusing psychopath, uh, that I threaten people's lives and, uh, sexually assault women, right? <laughs> Just some crazy, crazy out of line stuff. And, uh, you know, I, the, the drugs I can get from a couple years ago, the psycho behavior I can get a couple from a couple years ago, you know, but you do the, the whole me too thing. You know, the first thing that they're going to do to a man is they're going to do the whole sexual assault thing. That's, that's, that's the playbook. That's, that's step number one. Well, step number one is try to like, assault this person's character, 
a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, call him some names on social media. Well, if that doesn't work and it's a strong, powerful man, you, you, sexual assault. That's just the, you know, me to him. You know, so that's, if anybody were to fall for that ploy in my life, good riddance, I don't need you around me anyways. Uh, you can talk to any women that are close to me. And uh, I <laughs> just, I'm not even going to get into it. It's just funny to me. But, uh, you know, I've been assaulted recently. It's more and more, it's becoming... More and more frequent, you know, mystery DMs and comments on Facebook and comments on pictures and just all kinds of stuff. And I just think it's so interesting that when I started to zone in on my faith, that I started to get attacked like this. It's the the cor the correlation is the causation correlation is not causation. It absolutely is in this case, and I can just see how this would knock so many people off track. Like Paul, the greatest apostle in my opinion, wrote most of the New Testament. Paul, you guys know I'm a big fan of Paul if you've been listening to me for any length of time. Paul, the first thing they did with Paul is they went after his character. They did the same thing with Jesus. They did the same thing with John. They said that Jesus was drunk and out of his mind. They said that Paul was out of his mind. They said that John was out of his mind. They, they, you know, they called them heretics and all this crazy. They went after this, these people's character, right? That's what's going to happen when you start to take a stand for what's right. I saw, you know, um, these guys went to a, let's call it what it is, a tranny festival where they were dancing in front of kids with a sign that said a neon, a glowing neon sign that said it's not going to lick itself. There are children at this event with grown hairy men. You could see their bulges dancing for dollar bills. And these kids are giving them dollar bills like they're strippers. And then they had the kids up dancing and they were giving the kids money like strippers openly and fearlessly sexualizing children with a bunch of dudes in dresses well, some guys went out, and they, they finally, men are starting to stand up and put an end, put a stop to this stuff. A bunch of guys showed up, and it's interesting in the comments of some of these videos on these liberal pages. They're, the liberals, where do they work? We're going for their jobs. We're blah, blah, blah. Like, that's how these people operate. They will go for your job. They'll go for your relationships. They'll dig up your past. And for me... I've always taken the strategy that I wear my past out in the open. I got nothing to hide. There's go back and listen to any of my earlier podcast episodes and it's all already there. I've already put it all out there. And I did that proactively because I could feel the direction I was heading in my life that if I didn't get it out there, somebody else would, and I would deal with it either way. But yeah, I absolutely do have a past. I do have a history and I'm not ashamed of it at all. This cop is just absolutely tailgating me right now. It looks like a cop. It's a Ford Taurus. It's got those little lights in the grill, but it's unmarked. But it looks like a rosary hanging from the, I don't know, but he's right in my butt. It's like I can't go any faster right now. What do you want me to do? This guy's in this Honda Pilot in front of me. We're bumper to bumper right now. So anyways, all, all of this goes to say that when you start to do the right things and you take a stand for something that's counterculture, you're going to be assaulted. People are going to attack and undermine your character as to silence your voice, to cause you harm, 
to beat you into submission. That's what's going to happen. They'll bring up your mistakes. They'll bring up this. They'll bring up, they'll, they'll make things up. You know, like I said, well, can't find any real reason to blow this guy's character. He, uh, sexual assault. Look, at they just did it to Elon Musk, too. Just did it to Elon. My boy, Elon. I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You know, I'm just saying it's, what did you expect? Like, if this is true, you're a masseuse on a private plane with a billionaire. What did you, what did you think? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's hilarious that these women are always victims. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny to me that they're just victims. She had, oh, she just a damsel in distress, clueless, had no idea. I'm not even, I'm not even saying Elon did what they said he's, would he ask her for a sexual favor or something like that? I'm not even saying he did that. What I am saying is, it's so funny that women want to be treated equally, but somehow are always the victim in every situation. And you know why? Because you are weaker. You are the weaker sex. I, I'm sorry if I got women listening to me right now that are offended by that. It's a fact. It's a fact. You're physically weaker. So yeah, you're more likely to be the victim in these situations. Just admit it. What do you want? Do you want equal rights or do you want to be the weak damsel in distress? Because you can't have both. you got to pick or choose. And that's what the world is doing right now is it's making women out to be equals unless there's a male involved and something goes wrong, then it's automatically the male. Just look at divorce court. Look at, uh, look at custody hearings and battles. Look at the statistics. It's insane. It's insane. There's an open and blatant, and I've talked about it over and over again, there's an open and blatant attack on men. It's as clear as day. And if you don't like hearing that as a woman, you are part of the problem. You're part of the problem. You know, this is why I don't argue with women anymore. I had a woman try to engage me about my spiritual walk on, on Instagram the other day, and I very simply told her I don't argue about Christ, especially with women. I don't do it because there's, there, I am, and I've said this again, and I want my new listeners to know this so you're not fooled by anything, is that I am very traditional gender role. Now, does that, does physical weakness mean inferiority? Does the fact that the man is supposed to be the head of the household mean you are inferior? No, because I have a boss. Well, I don't have a boss. But if I did have a boss, I'm not an inferior person because I have a boss. It just means that there is a hierarchy and hierarchies are in place because they're proven to work and increase efficiency and there needs to be a decision maker. You can have all the talking heads in the world and the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom. But at the end of the day, there needs to be a king that says it's time to go to war or time to not go to war. So in any sensible structure in society, there is a hierarchy. I believe in hierarchies, and I believe in their effectiveness. So there is a hierarchy when it comes to the sexes, and let's get something else out of the way for new listeners. There's two genders. There's male and female. Everything else is mental illness. You can't cancel somebody who doesn't care. Remember, nothing in this world... I don't care anything. I don't care about anything in this world. I started to live a much more carefree life when I stopped worrying about my career, my businesses, with the future, money, and all that stuff. When I stopped worrying about that stuff and started focusing more on my relationship with God, I've had 
way more hardship, but I feel way better as a person. I feel more calm. I feel more at peace. I sleep better. I don't drink anymore. I'm not like, it's crazy how your life will change when you get your priorities straight. So with that being said, I'm not afraid of anything in this world because I'm going to speak the truth. And some of you men that would call yourselves men aren't men. You're boys afraid of the nanny state. You're afraid to lose your job. You're afraid to get yelled at. You're afraid to get called names on social media. You're afraid to get doxxed. You're weak. You're spineless. And it's pathetic. I have lost more than I could even explain to any of you on this listening because I refuse to change who I am as a person to fit anybody else's whatever. Like, I'm not because and it's not who I am as a person so much as it is what I believe to be right and wrong. And when you are fiercely protective over what is right and wrong and you believe in a moral code and I have an ideal and that ideal is Jesus Christ, God, the Bible, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity in the Bible, the Word. I have that ideal. So that means that if, if I am strictly adherent to that ideal, that means there's going to be sacrifices in the, in the world of the flesh. It's that simple. So I just, this is just a warning, I guess, a 13 minute long rant, or rather a warning to you that if you do decide to start, start to take a stand for what's right and what's horribly wrong against what's horribly wrong in this country, you're going, and in the world, you're going to meet some very serious resistance. And I don't think half of you could handle I don't think more than half of you. I don't think 90% of you could handle it. Because I've seen 90% of you break for much less. Break for much less. So you got to be like, and here's the thing. The fighting evil is, is fighting evil. There's, there's going to be violence. There's going to be opposition. Like, I'm reading a book right now that said on the use of force in regards to evil. I can't remember what it is titled exactly, but it basically calls men of God to action. Not silly pacifists that sit around and all pray on it. Like, you know what's going to happen? Your children are going to end up paying the price for your cowardice masked as false religion. Like, man, I just, I, I go to Acts every time and people just make these apostles and Jesus out to be just these little loving peacemakers. And it's like the apostles were thrown in jail and beaten and went right back out to doing what the government told them not to do. And Jesus was crucified for it. He, he tore up a temple. You know what I'm saying? It's like, at what point are some of you listening to me right now going to grow a set? No, but you're you're more focused on your business. You're more focused on making money. And that's the truth. You could say, well, I'm making money and, and focusing on my business because I'm trying to change the world. Great, that's awesome. But if you're making little moral concessions to accomplish that goal, you're not, that ideal isn't as worthy as you're making it out to sound. That's just a rationalization in your head for weakness and worldliness. It is. Until you're ready to sacrifice, every, like, what did God say to the rich man? He said, go get rid of all your stuff and come follow me. 
and the rich man couldn't do it. So let me ask you a question. Jesus looks at you, and he says, go give up everything you have, your car, your house, all your possessions, empty out your bank accounts, all your crypto, all your investments, give it away and follow me. Would you do it? I'm sure many of you would sit here and say, yeah, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't. So you got to be careful. you got to be careful what you wish for because I'm telling you right now, you're going to get attacked. And there's going to be sacrifice. There's going to be a cost, a price paid with living a white life worth living. A life that truly echoes in eternity. All right, that's what I got. Let's get it.